Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty guys, let's jump into another great topic. Maddie and I are sitting here. It's a beautiful day in Ohio. It is quite chilly because, you know, we're yeah, in the middle but no of But no snow. No snow. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's the middle of January and we haven't had an actual significant snow. Maddie's mad about it. At all. I am so happy about it. That's because winter is miserable when it's just like cold and ugly outside. But if you have snow. No. Then it's pretty, so cold, but it's pretty, so it makes it better. No, I do not agree with that. That's just, no. No snow. I don't like shoveling. All that stuff. Just terrible. Lincoln's old enough now that, you know, him and dad would just send them out there, so it's not that big a deal for us. We can can send them out. I'm just kidding. We we end up helping. Yeah. It's okay, though. All right, guys. We are going to start off with a cool segment. Maddie and I are going to play it by ear. Okay, guys, because we can't decide on anything um, permanently to, like, have every single week besides viewer questions, having you guys a part of the episodes as well. So, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast episode, we are going to start trying to do some segment-type things within the episode. We're still going to sit down, have a conversation, have a Mm -hmm. discussion about whatever topic we're going to focus on that week. So, that is still going to be the same. Don't worry. We're still going to go on our little rants, but we want to have little segments within that larger discussion where we can have you guys a part of our episodes. So, if you want to join in, if you want to be featured on our next episode, so next week, please send us your questions, your thoughts, whatever you'd like to send in to our email. It's in the description of every single episode, and we would love to have you a part of our episodes. That would be so fun. We are looking forward to hearing from you guys. So, Maddie, let's start in with our first little segment before we get into our larger discussion which is if you could travel anywhere this week without having to worry about anything like Mm -hmm. obligations, your week, you know, all that stuff, packing, whatever. If you could travel anywhere, where would you go? I don't know because I know that a lot of people have like the super strong desire to like go out of the country Mm -hmm. and just travel internationally and stuff. And honestly, if I was going to travel internationally, the only place that I would want to go would be Europe, mm-hmm. which is a very, very broad. Yeah, that's a big, very <laughs> a broad explanation. But I would probably say Edinburgh would be yeah. so, so pretty. I just, I love all things UK and England. Well, and that would all probably that. be a so, pretty place for the winter time too, yeah. you know? I love like almost a desolate look and just, you know, the hills and the mountains and all that stuff. So, Probably one of those places. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult because I feel like for those of us who do not believe in all the dumb COVID stuff, it's like, you know, we've almost given up expectations of traveling internationally. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, well, if we, we went there, you'd have to be vaccinated or, you know, you'd have to wear mm-hmm. a mask on the plane and all that stuff. But if that wasn't an issue, I probably would say there. Yeah. One of that's, those places. That's a good- Good place. I would say because, like, if I'm being super realistic, I would not travel out of the States in 
this kind of time yeah, that we're living no in. Way. But I mean, I would if I had to. Like, I'm not going to live my life in fear and try to, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. But at the same time, I think we have to be wise when it comes to that stuff. So if it was like this week, all the stuff going on, you know, whatever, I would probably stay in the States and I would probably go out West. Yeah. That's probably what I would do if I could travel, but I wouldn't want it to be just this week. Like, I would need longer than a week to go out west. (laughs) Two months, three months, you know. (laughs) Couple years, you know, whatever. But that's probably where I would go. But if I could travel out of country, then I would definitely go to Israel. That's a place that I would love to Mm -hmm. adventure and see. That's one place where I guess if the question is like none of this stuff matters, but that is one place that I would be like terrified Mm -hmm. (laughs) to go. Like I would honestly never want to go to Israel. Yeah, I think it would be scary for sure that they're in right now. But I mean, it would be super duper cool if it Mm -hmm. was like peacetime and yeah, like there's so many things to see over there that have such significance. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for sure. Okay, guys, now that we have that segment out of the way, hopefully hopefully that just was a little fun start. You know, I like that. I, mm-hmm. I think that starting with something just lighthearted and fun is always cool. So if you want to let us know where you would like to go, where you would travel, email us. Okay, let's get into the episode. Maddie and I have done a couple Q&As and different things on our Instagram stories recently. If you're not following us on Instagram, we're the few.blog. Just search us and you can find us and follow us there. We do a lot of different things on our stories. We've been trying mm-hmm. to post some more reels and different things. And through all of that, we have been getting a lot more relationship type questions, I guess, and just different comments and different things mm-hmm. that you guys seem to be super duper interested in. Yeah. And if you are a young person listening to this, I think that this episode is going to be so very important for you to listen to. So try to stick with us. Hopefully we don't go too long here. But we want to talk about how our generation, so Gen Z, I know that millennials, obviously that's not really our generation, but Mm -hmm. just, I would say it kind of started with millennials and then Gen Z, our generation has really bought into this whole deal of, I don't know, they just have a very weird way of viewing relationships and especially commitment. Mm -hmm. We have commitment issues. Yeah. (laughs) And I know that a lot of different people say that in a funny way, but we truly do. Like, we have commitment issues and we we so desperately want to give our lives for something and all of us do. Like every mm-hmm. single person wants to give their life for something, even if they don't know what that is, even if they don't know for sure that they would, they want to. And that should be eternity. That should be Jesus. That's the longing that we have within us. But oftentimes we take that desire to give our lives for something and we give it to the world and we say, Mm -hmm. okay, we're just going to dedicate all of our time, all of our effort, whatever, into dating relationships, for example. And so Maddie and I want to discuss this in more of a biblical way and looking at how the Lord views commitment because his version of commitment and his idea of commitment is so much different than our version of it yeah, and what we've made it into. So I just want to discuss that a little bit and just kind of, you know, pick your brain on it as well, Maddie. Like, what do you think we think? That's a really great question. What do you think we think (laughs) when we're thinking about? (laughs) Yeah, let's just keep going with that. What do you think our generation truly believes about relationships? Yeah. Like when it comes down to what do we ultimately believe about relationships? 
Well, I think relationships have become kind of this like social status thing, Mm. which we've talked about that before. You know, you just get a boyfriend or girlfriend so that you look cool and you're like that one person in your grade who's in a relationship Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so it is almost a social status thing for us now. Uh And it's, you know, like you are in the lower class if you don't have a boyfriend by the time you're 16 or something. And so I think that has been detrimental to our society because we look at relationships as these things that are super easy to get into and get out of. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has really impacted people's view of dating relationships as well as marriage because I feel like we never fully commit ourselves to something like you were saying. And I think that that initially starts with having a relationship with Jesus. That's where we start to practice commitment, I think. Mm -hmm. And That is one of the most important relationships that you can be working on before you actually start dating or you get married or whatever. And so I think that that's something that our generation has really missed out on Mm. and something that we really, really need to start being conscious of. When we haven't practiced committing ourselves to something, it's way easier to just let those relationships go and not care because you can get a new boyfriend in a couple months. It's super easy to get a divorce now Mm -hmm. and, you know, different things like that. So, I think that's one of the reasons that the Lord has set up this relationship process that we can have with Him is so that we can practice that commitment and we can say, okay, we're going to give our lives to this thing. And when you're so committed to the Lord, He's going to lead you to the right person and you're Mm -hmm. not going to have to go through, you know, 80 different breakups and all these different things. And so, that's one thing that we really, really, really need to start focusing on as Gen Z millennials even, we need to start focusing on really committing ourselves to the Lord first and foremost Mm -hmm. and securing our relationship with him and saying like, no matter what happens, whether I'm in a dating relationship, I'm married, whatever, I am first and foremost going to be committed to the Lord and he is going to be the one guiding me, leading me in the way that I should go Mm -hmm. and hopefully bringing you to the person that you're supposed to be with. Yeah, I absolutely agree. You brought up a great point because the Lord tells us in scripture that his relationship with the church, his love for the church is the example of what marriage should look like, right? The husband is supposed to love his wife as Christ loves the church and wives are supposed to submit to their husbands as the church is supposed to submit to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so I think that if we don't understand the true and lasting covenant and commitment that the church is supposed to have with Christ, which remember, we're the church, right? So Mm -hmm. when Maddie says we are supposed to have that personal relationship with Jesus, that's what she's saying. We're the church. We're supposed to be living in this relationship that is so committed and so faithful to one another. Christ is so faithful to us. We are faithful to him. And it's this lasting covenant that Mm -hmm that we don't break, right? That he doesn't break. And I think that since Christ says that's the example for what marriage is supposed to be like, he's expecting that we're going to have that with him first. And then if we do, that the marriage thing is going to go really well, right? 
And I think that that's why so many marriages in today's world are ending in divorce and are really, really struggling. You hear so many stories about people just, they don't feel like they love each other anymore and they don't feel like they can be best friends or whatever. And I just read, I think it was last week, I read a chapter in C.S. Lewis's book, Mere Christianity, about marriage. And it is probably the most profound thing I've ever read on marriage in my whole (laughs) life. And it was just so amazing how he explained that true love and commitment and really giving your all to someone is not based on feelings. Mm -hmm. And that is the number one thing that people think today, especially in our generation, Gen Z. We think, man, if it's fun, if I can go partying with you, if we can hang out, if we like some of the same things, if we Mm -hmm. have some of the same hobbies, then okay, we can be in a relationship. Yeah. When in reality, all of those things, though it may be great to have some of those same similarities and and things that you enjoy, that's all great, but that's not what a relationship is supposed to be based upon. And if it is, it's not going to go very well because you know what? Feelings come and go. They're not lasting. They are not going to help you stay committed when you aren't feeling that same way that you felt in the beginning of your relationship or whatever. I think as Gen Z, we view relationships and especially marriage as a friendship. We get into relationships thinking that it's not something we have to commit to forever. It's not something that we have to like literally dedicate our lives to Mm -hmm. and give ourselves to. And so then we think, okay, when we're not feeling it or we're going through a tough time or whatever, that we can just give up Mm -hmm. on that person. We can just get a divorce. No big deal, right? And we praise that. I think it was, I don't even know how long it's been now, but Rachel Hollis is a girl that has written many, many books. She has become super duper famous, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Her and her husband did business together and uh, spoke and, you know, all this stuff. And they got divorced. And they made it into this super glamorized situation like, oh my goodness, we're getting divorced. It's so fun. It's so good. This is going to be great for our kids. We're going to have separate houses and we're going to learn how to find ourselves and, you know, like discover who we truly are and all this stuff. And then like literally two months, I don't even know what the time frame was, may even be earlier than that. Um, But I'm going to say like two months after they announced their divorce, they each are publishing a book about divorce Mm -hmm. and their divorce story. And I just watched that kind of unfold. And I'm like, wow, look at how our culture views marriage as just something that's trivial, something that can just be thrown away any day you feel like it. That is not how the Lord views commitment, and that's not how he views marriage. But that is exactly, I feel like, what the American church specifically has done to Christ. And so that's why we're not getting marriage right. Because Mm -hmm. anytime the world comes up with this new glamorized, fun activity, we're all about it. We're all about the trends. We're all about the expensive shoes we can buy and the cars and the houses and the jobs. And we leave him in the dust for something that the world has to offer. And we just, whatever, it's fine. It's trivial. Like our relationship, our commitment Mm -hmm. goes out the window. We can, we can get back to that, you know, next week after, after the trend kind of goes away. That's exactly what we're doing in our marriages as well and how we view dating and relationships. And if you're an older person listening to this and you're not Gen Z, you're not any of that, I get it. You're probably listening to this like, these kids are crazy. Like, what are they thinking? I know it, it really is crazy, but I think that if older 
couples really kind of set the bar for young people Mm -hmm. and were that example of what it looks like to have this lasting covenant with one another and a marriage that is not based on just feelings that you feel for someone, but true love, ultimate dedication. I think that younger people would be drawn to that because that's what we want to see. But how often are we really seeing that? Yeah. And just going back to what you said of how we view marriage as friendship and not like this really solid commitment to each other. I think that that is something that I'm not saying that you shouldn't be like best friends with your spouse because I believe that you should. I believe that you should be so close and Mm -hmm. able to tell each other anything and, you know, just talk about different things and stuff like that. But that is not all that a marriage is about. And I think we get it so wrong when we look at it just as that friendship because, I mean, you mentioned it, but I can't even tell you how many friendships we have had that have ended just as suddenly as they had started. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone says something that the other person doesn't like, and then you don't talk to each other for a little while, and then it's just kind of like, okay, we're not friends anymore, blah, 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 you know, just there's so much drama connected with that. That's a whole other podcast episode. But I think that when we view marriage as a friendship like that, we also view it with that temporary mm-hmm. vision, kind For of, sure. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but we look at it as something where, like, if he says something that I don't like or I don't agree with or that hurts my feelings or that I read into because mm-hmm. I overthink about it, then we can just end the relationship and it's fine and we'll each find somebody else and whatever. I'm not saying that none of us will make mistakes in relationships and we will end up with the wrong person. And if you are in that situation and you're dating them and you know that they're the wrong person, then I would encourage you to break up and take time to focus on your relationship with Jesus and get closer to him. But once you're married, that yeah. can't happen, obviously. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. What she's saying is when you're dating, you can do that. You should do that. If yeah. you get with someone who you shouldn't be with, you need to break up and you need to do what's right and follow the Lord's word. If you're married, though, then you have to stay with them. That is the commitment that you've made, that covenant, unless, like the Bible says, there's cheating involved, something like that. That's really the only biblical basis mm-hmm. for breaking up a marriage. Just wanted to clarify that. I know yeah. you, you meant that, but just for people who may be listening, I know that people sometimes listen to stuff like that and they're like, oh, well, I can just get divorced now because mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal and I can just use the excuse of, well, I need to follow Jesus. Yeah. No, that's not true. Yeah. Well, I think that the Lord would call you first and foremost to work really, really hard on fixing your marriage. Yeah. And I know... Lily and I have never been married. We're not married. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I feel like we can speak more to the dating relationship aspect. For sure. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But I think that if we started to view relationships as this solid commitment, not just this friendship where we go out to dinner every couple days and, you know, we're texting and FaceTiming and all this stuff. And, like, I know that as girls especially, we can get caught up in some of that stuff because we're way more emotional and we get way more attached Mm -hmm. to people than I think guys do. But I think that if we just view relationships as something that is fun and that gives you that social status where you're the cool kid at school or whatever, like that's not what relationships are about. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to use relationships to have this deeper connection 
with a person and to further the kingdom. That is the main goal of marriage. That's why God designed marriage so that we can set an example for younger generations of what the relationship between God and the church looks like, like Lily mentioned earlier. Right. So, anyway, that was a little bit of a rant, but I wanted to read this verse real quick. It's from Galatians 5, and I think that this is very important when we're talking about you know, just changing our minds and our emotions change and our feelings mm-hmm. change and blah, blah, blah. And so we act like relationships are kind of this flippant thing that we can get out of really quickly. I think that this is a good verse, Galatians 5, and I'm going to read verse 16 through 18. It says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For they are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. I think this is important because, you know, we've really got to make that distinction between the Spirit and the flesh. And Mm -hmm. that, again, comes into your relationship with Jesus being strong and you being closer to Jesus than you are with any human being. Yeah. I think that this verse really, really applies to that because when you can distinguish what is the spirit and what are my like feelings and what am I just Mm -hmm. saying to myself in my mind that I'm trying to convince myself is the Lord speaking to me. I know sometimes that can be confusing and you've got to pray through that and everything, but I think that this verse is just very, very good about separating those two things because I believe that if you find the right person, the Lord is going to tell you like, this is your person. This is the man or woman that you are supposed to be in a relationship with and that you were created for each other. Mm -hmm. Relationships aren't just this thing where, oh, it's a coincidence that we met or it's a coincidence that we're in a relationship or married or whatever. Like, If that's how you view relationships, then I'm sorry to say that's probably not what the Lord is wanting you to look at. But I think that that's just an important distinction to make. Like, am I listening to the Spirit? Am I letting the Lord guide me? Or am I listening to my feelings and letting my flesh guide me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is definitely key. If we just go along with our flesh, you're not going to give your life for anything. Our flesh constantly, no matter how much we feel like we love something, no matter how much we want to give our lives for something, it's still difficult. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to dedicate and commit yourself to someone, especially. Sometimes it's easier to dedicate ourselves to something, but to someone, it's more difficult. So, like, your work or your job or whatever, sometimes, even though you may love your job and feel like it's the best thing ever one day, and maybe the next day it doesn't feel like that so much, you're still going to do it, right? Because you have that motivation, like you're being paid, you have coworkers that you can't just give up on, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to someone, we think that we can just, and I don't know why that is, we feel like we can just give up. We can give up on people. We can't give up on people. That's just not what God has called us to. He's called us to commit. He's called us to dedicate. And the most powerful example of that is Christ and the church. And then Mm -hmm. secondly, marriage, because we're following that example of Christ and the church. So that love and that commitment that he has for us, we're supposed to have in relationships. And so girls, guys, if you're single and you're listening to this, if you're dating and listening to this, This is key because this means that you have to be committed. You have to know that you're ready to get married if you want to be in a relationship. This is not just like, hey, I'm going to date around, see who I like, see what I like, who I think is the most fun to be around and hang out with. Mm -hmm. That's not it. 
you have to form something that's much deeper than that. And you will only get that right. You only experience the very best thing in marriage if you have already experienced the very best thing of having a personal relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That teaches you how to have a marriage covenant, right? That teaches you what it means to never give up. We can't get it right on our own. Like we're, we're going to give up on people. We're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. But if you have that personal relationship with Jesus that has taught you how to commit, he's shown you like how much he loves you and how much he's committed to you because he will never fail. He'll never give up on you. So he teaches you that with grace and love and mercy over and over again. And even when you don't get it right, he always gets it right. So mm-hmm. you, he shows you kind of what that looks like. And then once you understand what that means and you, you're you sanctified in that and you start to learn more about what you truly need to commit to and what your priorities should be, then your marriage, I'm telling you, again, I've never been married, but <laughs> biblically, this is what we're shown. This mm-hmm. is the example. And I say that with full confidence, even as a single teenage girl, that I know marriage is going to be the very best thing because I have a personal relationship with Christ first and foremost. Yeah. That's my priority. That's what I'm committed to. If you can commit to that and you're most committed to Jesus, he will teach you without a doubt how to commit to your significant other in that way as well. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to wrap this episode up in prayers. So please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, and I thank you that Lily and I were just able to talk about relationships and the different things that go on with that and just the way that our generation views relationships. I pray that we were able to just encourage some of the people who are listening to really strengthen their relationship with you before they think about getting into a relationship with someone else. And I pray that you would just guide everyone who is looking to get into a relationship or who is in a relationship. I pray that you would just help all of us to find the right person and to trust in you for that area of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate that. Be sure to hit that download button. We are so very close to six thousand downloads cannot wait to hit that goal and keep moving forward with the podcast keep sharing that truth that people need to hear we really want to be able to just speak into specifically young people's lives and Mm -hmm. help them to get serious about jesus that is what we're passionate about no matter how old or young you are it doesn't matter you can join in on these conversations but we really have a passion to see young people like ourselves get Mm -hmm. a hold of this Jesus thing and truly understand what it means and what it looks like to follow Jesus and to give your everything, to be committed to that. And then how that flows into things like relationships, like marriage that are also very important things in life. So thank you guys for downloading. Thanks for doing all that. We are looking into doing a part two for this. I don't know if it'll be part two to this episode or if we'll do it later on, but we want to talk about having girl friends and guy friends not in the relationship sense but just young people having friends of the opposite sex so we'll see how that goes we are looking into it we actually did a bible study lesson on it and it was really interesting to hear the girls thoughts on this and to also have that discussion with them it definitely opened our eyes to some different things Mm -hmm. so we may be having that discussion here on the podcast soon can't wait for that and we will talk to you guys next monday bye guys